Chapter 20 of On Virginity de Virginitate by St. Ambrose, translated by Albany J. Christie. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. An earnest desire that God's priests, the successors of St. Peter, may gather many virgins into the church's fold. Let us return to the words of our blessed Lord, and pray ye for God's priest, that to him too may be said, Launch out into the deep, and let down your nets for a draught. Who can be God's fisherman, amid the storms and tempests of the world, without God's help? When he so wills, he gives the word, the nets are let down, and a multitude is taken, so great that another ship too is filled. Yea, many churches are filled with the pure people of God. And, when the faithful multiply, God sends more laborers, as St. Peter beckoned to his partners that were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And when thou multipliest thy laborers, O Lord, do thou increase their draught of fishes. Their nets are not their own, they are the apostles. May bands of holy virgins be gathered in their folds, the folds of apostolic instructions. May holy Peter quicken you, O virgins. He interceded for a widow, far more will he for a virgin. Moved by the widow's tears, he raised to life Dorcas, who sustained them. May holy Paul quicken you, who bids honor to be paid to you. It is good, he saith, to abide even as I. He would win you by the honor. He teaches by his authority. He invites you by his example. May he quicken you, who left all and followed Christ. So did blessed Peter, so did St. John. How highly advanced was that poor fisherman! He was seeking a livelihood on the sea, and he found the life of all. He quitted his boat and found God. He left his thole and found the word. He loosened his lines and bound fast his faith. He folded up his nets, and he caught men. He despised the sea and earned heaven. While he is tossed on the troubled sea, he founded on a rock men's wavering minds, which till then could find no rest. Let us dwell on his humble craft, that we may the more admire his virtue. Was he an ignoble servant of men, his office as evangelist was more exalted. Was he pinched by poverty, he was the richer in virtue. Was he lowly among men, he was highly esteemed in faith. Is a fisher's good faith mistrusted, he is the more believed, for he spoke not his own words but God's. Was his earthly condition debased? His lack of this world's wisdom was more than compensated by his spiritual wisdom. He, who has not the law, but does by nature the things contained in the law, is himself a law to himself. He, who was unlearned in the law and yet spake above it as Peter did, received his words from him by whom the law itself was given. O great and quickly earned dignity, the poor fishermen bear comparison with Moses the giver, and Elias the executor of the law. The virtues of Moses and St. Peter were different, but the grace of God was great in both. To one the knowledge of creation was revealed, the other was great in his ignorance of the world. Moses, by spiritual wisdom, rose above all earthly things, and the height of his world's wisdom, even to heaven. And the soul of this poor fisher, undarkened by clouds and unlimited by time, enters the mysteries of the divine nature. Soaring beyond created matter, he saw the word with God, and saw that the word was God. 
the veil of flesh weakened not his faith he acknowledged the son of god in the form of man by which mystery the humanity assumed is admitted to the prerogatives of the godhead which assumed it moses indeed in saying and god said and god made in the history of the creation implied the utterance of the father and the operation of the son but the meaning was sealed and he alone knew it and therefore after the law was given the people went astray but now by the gospel the truth is at length revealed and the church believes end of chapter twenty end of on virginity de virginitate by saint ambrose translated by albany j christie eighteen seventeen to eighteen ninety one